Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Hello and welcome back to another great edition of Think Tank Sports. Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen. Please hit us up on our social media on Facebook and Twitter at Think Tank Sports at your podcast delivery systems, whether it be iTunes or on Spotify. Please rate us. Give us a quick comment. We'd really appreciate the feedback. Uh, we'd like to make it interactive with our fans and respond to the comments as we've done um, so far. And um, we're getting ready for a great show here, Dave. We're going to have... Uh, NFL, NCAA football, NBA, and we're going to start off uh, with the NFL with a special guest. Hey, everybody. We've got a really special guest here today on the podcast, uh, Mike Lindsley, ML, host of the ML Sports Platter podcast and also a radio host for 20 years and a uh, we have Mike on to talk about the Buffalo Bills. Mike, we are really, really excited to have you on, so we appreciate it. Yeah, guys, thanks so much. Great, Mike. Um, let's just jump right into it. It's been a great season for the Buffalo Bills, um, lots of great moments. Do you have a moment or two that was kind of your favorite or sticks out in your head as maybe a turning point for the Bills this season? Good question. Um, I think it was in the second half of the Rams game. Okay. Um, you know, the, the, the bills were, were, were manhandling the Rams. And I think at that time, I think the Rams were a legit Super Bowl contender. Um, I don't know what the hell they are now. <laughs> um, we don't know who the quarterback is going to be this week. Um, but at that moment, you know, they're blowing out a team from the NFC West, a team that was in the Super Bowl two years ago, Sean McVay, the genius guy, right? He was a new kind of fruit off the tree and they're, they're, they're ki- I mean, they're, they're killing them. And Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in football. It's, it's not an argument. Um, some people think it's TJ Watt and others. I think it's Donald. Um, and then all of a sudden the Rams start coming back <clears throat> and I'm going, Oh my, I mean, they're going to lose this game. <clears throat> and, and Josh Allen, like so many times before, but really in this game was the first real for me. I, I, I trust this dude. Like I, 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 you know what? Like they're coming back. They're give him the ball last. Right. And I'm ready to roll. He's 24 years old. Last year in the playoffs, threw the ball back, the lateraling. He was out of control on the big stage. But again, give him more reps. We'll see what happens. That was the first one. <clears throat> and then I have a 1A. Okay. And that one is right when DeAndre Hopkins came down with that ball. And there were three, the Bills, three best defenders around him. I sat back and I said, well, I'm kind of 50-50 here. On the one hand, I said, how the hell do you not knock that ball down? The other half of it is, well, the guy just made a play. You know, he made a Michael Jordan-type play wearing the Jordan gloves, right? That's right. And so I then said, okay, let's see what they're made of. There's a bye week, and it it turns out they were made of uh, steel balls because I didn't realize that – they were going to do what they've done since then. So to me, those are the two, the two big moments. I mean, thirteen and three sweep the division for the first time in franchise history. Um, 
you know, beat big teams, big time team statement wins in each conference, three and one against the best division in football, the NFC West. And so, but I would pinpoint those two right there, guys, one and one A, I think. Yeah, that's great. Um, I agree with that. And and for me, I'm not a, a Bills fan by nature. I'm a Giants fan, but I do root for uh, the Bills when uh, Dave and, and everyone I know that's a fan is so engaged. For me, it was when they were on national TV against the Pittsburgh Steelers after, uh, you know, the um, Hale Murray that you're talking about. And that's a game classically that the Bills um, kind of have booted in the past. And, you know, they uh, stepped up against another, uh, at the time, Super Bowl contender and um, really in the second half dominated that game. So that was it for me. Dave, do you have a, a moment that you want to share real quick? No, I think just just the maturation of Josh Allen. I I had forgotten ML, so I appreciate you bringing up the Rams game because that really was I all the things you said. Uh, I was feeling too as a Bills fan, like they're going to lose this game, and it looks a lot like some of the games they had the previous year. Um, but just Josh Allen, I don't know. I you know one of the four hundred yard games that he had, just phenomenal performances, the throws. Uh, the completion percentage has just been amazing to me. So the whole season has uh, really felt um, amazing. So ML, um, one of the big reasons for Josh Allen's success has been Stefan Diggs. And uh, so Mike and I were talking about this. And so do you think Stefan Diggs was the best offseason acquisition in football? Yeah, I mean, I did a video on that about a week or two ago, and I think it, it was. And, you know, I, I look at the quarterback position in the NFL, and I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but, you know, it's easy for fans to armchair quarterbacks, sit on the sofa, everybody around the media to yell and scream and say, well, you got to find a franchise quarterback. I mean, people say it like you just walk out on the street and grab somebody out of a gas station. Right, right buddy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you ready to be Nate Manning? You ready to be Tom Brady? You ready to be Breeze and Rodgers and Bradshaw and Aikman and Staubach and Starr and all the great Montana? Right? I mean, John Elway, give me a break. Twelve teams in the NFL still have not won a Super Bowl. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's almost half the league. Now, again, I realize that the Super Bowl has been going on for, what, 55-ish? 55 year. years. Yeah. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. not 100 and almost 20 years the world series or whatever but but the point you get the point right and you need three things to be you know a super bowl contender to be a regular playoff participant six and eight years seven and ten years go to conference championships games etc you need you need a head coach you need a quarterback you need a gm with great front office well once you get your franchise quarterback it's almost pointless if you don't have a number one and so the Bills, I've always gone this way with, with quarterbacks in the league. It's 50-50. It's just like a sales rep going into a corporate company. 50%'s on you. You got to be the one to, you know, work hard. You got to be the one to learn. You got to be the one to uh, uh, adapt to everything and, and grab knowledge as a sponge. All that. Okay, great. But the other half of it is where are you getting the support? Right. And if you don't have a number one, you know, I don't know if you can be elite in this league. And that's another another conversation for another day is Tom Brady and how he's done it without a consistent one for 20 years in New England prior to Tampa Bay. But you need a number one. Montana to Rice, Aikman to Irvin, Starr to McGee, right? I mean, you need a number one. 
and you know Peyton Manning to Harrison. Stefan Diggs getting him did so many different things. Number one, you have a number one. Number two, he's unguardable. Number three, in the Dable offense with so many moving parts, you can line him up in a stack and he can go across the entire field. You can line him up on the outside and go over the numbers. You can line him up and go across for four yards for first down. He's got hands. He can run routes. He's physical. And then you almost have an ace at the top of the starting rotation. And then your number one, who shouldn't be a one, becomes a two. And your two becomes a three. And your three, who's a slot guy, can be your three or your four. And now Gabe Davis is a red zone option. And now you have a guy like Isaiah McKenzie who can be kind of not only just the jet sweep, crazy, tricky bill guy, he can be a guy who you can utilize in different situations as well. Now the tight end can line up differently. So it just does so many things when you have a number one. And because they didn't have that guy, um, I think it was the biggest the biggest one. I mean, they basically added a DeAndre Hopkins, a, a Devontae Adams type player to the bills to the bills offense it's it's i think it was i do i think it was the best offseason acquisition of any team in the nfl so mike i did see your video and which kind of sparked this question i wrote some names down that came to mind to kind of challenge you on this and i don't mean that disrespectfully um malcolm jenkins to new orleans really solidified that defense uh Calais campbell in baltimore also uh has shored up their run defense tremendously Jack Conklin in Cleveland has given Baker protection that he's never been afforded. And then the one you mentioned uh, just now, Tom Brady in, in Tampa Bay, uh, I think probably of all of them, I would put Brady one, Diggs two. But you're um, getting a 43-year-old Brady, and here's yeah. where I'll, I'll, I'll go against you on that one. That's fine. If it were if it were a 38- or 9-year-old Brady, if it were in your prime two, three years ago Brady, two years ago they won the Super Bowl, let's not forget that, right. in New England. If you're getting that Brady, you might be 12-4, and 13-3 to push you over the edge. A 43-year-old Brady, you go from kind of not really relevant, could have been a playoff team if Jameis Winston throws – 20 and not 400 interceptions um <laughs> you know but you make the playoffs and that's really good i mean i think no matter what i think tampa's playing with house money mm. but but 43 year old tom brady i'm not going to doubt the guy trust me but but your goal was to make the postseason getting brady right like the bills their goal was to completely take the next leap as a franchise into a, 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 an otherworldly area we didn't expect right. but with tom brady out it was people looked right to the bills okay guys win the division first time in 25 years do this do that check the box do you know, get the first guy since eric Bowles. uh you know, wait what all of those things were ballooning and mushrooming where i think for tampa even though where they were to a playoff berth was big it wasn't hey like if you don't win the super bowl this thing is a joke some people might have picked them to win the super bowl but reality was also on the other side. Dude's forty three, right? And yeah. So, but I think I think it's close. I'm not saying that I don't no. think it's a huge gap, but I'm just I just think that's a difference. If you're getting the two year ago Brady, and by the way, Brady had a great year. Um, yeah, forty I, touchdowns yeah, at forty three is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, unbelievable. But I would still go with Diggs because of impact to the offense and impacting the reversal. Right, it was the indirect reversing. It was right. the indirect helping of the quarterback, as opposed to Brady or an Allen making another guy better. That's fair. That's fair. Um, great conversation. Uh, love to have that. Uh, let's. Speaking of conversations that people are having right now across football, the MVP race. You know, we've heard the obvious names: Aaron Rodgers, um, Patrick Mahomes, 
is Josh Allen going to get um, consideration and votes in that? Uh, Derrick Henry, too, who's has over 2,000 yards, 2,027, uh, the eighth running back in history to do that. Uh, the other seven all won MVPs the season they did that. Not going to happen this year, I don't believe, because of the narrative of um, Aaron Rodgers. But where's Josh Allen going to end up in these with these four guys? I think he'll probably end up number three. Okay. Um, I think he has a fair shot at it from every angle you look at. Sure. Um, and with the NFL, you know, there's still some people out there who say, oh, well, you know, if he was in a big market, Aaron Rodgers is in Green Bay. Right. It's yeah, the he's not in a market. big market. It's the smallest market in the NFL. It's the smallest market in pro sports. And, oh, by the way, the franchise is owned by the people. Okay, right. so the right. market it has nothing to do with it. I would, I would give it to Rodgers. Um, I think – it's really, really close, but this dude—he's out of his mind. If you look at the Allen numbers, the way he's gone over the four thousand, the single season record, the the all time football record in terms of you know the, the touchdowns throwing and running and the yards, and he's been spectacular in the red zone. Guys, I got to tell you, I think I'd probably put Allen two, and, and this is going to surprise some people. I I would put Henry three. Um, Huh? I, I know Mahomes is amazing, and I'm not saying that I'm – it's like, oh, well, Mahomes, I'm done with the fad, like Steph Curry, right? Like I, I right. saw some people on social media, Steph Curry, I mean, when's it getting boring to watch? I mean, if you're bored with a guy still nailing 37 foot threes and scoring 62 <laughs> points, you got major issues. And I'm not an NBA guy, but I am a Steph Curry guy. Right. Um, you got problems. Mahomes and Curry are in that same category. They're just they're magician, magicians. They're wizards. They're 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 it's it's. I mean, they're 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 Mozart on, on sports courts and fields. I would go. I would go. Rogers, Allen, Henry, three, two thousand yards, unbelievable. The entire offense goes through him. When you know they're running, he still bowls over you. The size, the speed, the amazing east, west, north, south, and then I would go Mahomes like three A. But again, if you throw them all into a bucket and pick one guy, you're not going to lose in that argument. But I think Allen has a major, major argument for for doing what he's done and and turning around. Which, by the way, Mahomes didn't have to turn anything around. Right, he was already the Super Bowl champ. Derrick Henry was already the best runner in. Aaron Rodgers is arguably right. the best arm talent most people have seen their entire lives. Right. Josh Allen was 24, who going into this year with all the weapons and Dable and the COVID and this and that and the other thing, was questioned as being a guy who wasn't going to be there. He's a project. He's still throwing guys uh, overboard by by you know throwing the ball over guys' heads by 15 feet. Guys, he went from that that thing against him to this. And I know he's had a lot of help. I know he's had Dable. I know he's got the culture. I know he's got more weapons and a more run, more of a running game. And he had a, a draft from Bean that helped him. But he didn't go. You know, those other guys didn't go from that to this like Allen did. Right. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's so interesting, ML, I, and it really is splitting hairs. But Aaron Rodgers has had. Oh, it's, well, I, I, it's just out of your mind. And when you look at it, it, you know, it's like, okay, Josh Allen has 37, you know, passing touchdowns and eight rushing touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers has 48 passing touchdowns. <laughs> and only and five interceptions. 70, yeah. And only five interceptions and the 70% completion percentage. I, you know, and he's got less, he's got the least amount of yards of the three quarterbacks, yeah. but he, he has just been spectacular only two fumbles from Aaron Rodgers as well and, well, and you know what else you know, is crazy about that too with that stat is is that you know you think about 48 touchdowns you start thinking about like the other guys who've done it in the past you think about Peyton Manning's here and 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 uh in Marino back in 84 right in all yeah. these different years but Patrick Mahomes even though it's a pass happy league 
Yeah. Patrick Mahomes just recently went for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns when he won the MVP. And and, and, and I know, uh, like, the yard thing. I mean, Phillip Rivers, he's probably not even a top 20 quarterback of all time, but he's a top five passer because mm-hmm. of the era. But by the same token, like, if it were that much of a passing game, if it were that much of a Tecmo Bowl times 10, if it were that much football offense on steroids, more people would go for 5,050, which makes it crazy. And on the Henry side of things, by the way, this is a pass-happy offense today offensive league and Henry's running for 2000 please I mean but Rodgers has been spectacular and the throws he made against the Bears I mean the checkdowns the pre-snap guys I don't know as if I've ever seen anybody check down the way Rodgers does and yeah. in the pre-snap and the audibling I, I think he's the MVP I do great um, yeah for sure go ahead yeah uh, so ML want to like switch and start thinking about and looking forward to the playoffs and obviously you know Bills fans are very excited so we get the Colts and so what do you think are some of the the biggest challenges that the Colts present uh, for the Bills uh, in this playoff matchup well the first one is clearly the running game I mean there's no doubt about it this offensive line is fantastic for the Indianapolis Colts they quit Nelson on the left side one of the best blindside guys they run the football right up your you know what they've got Hines as kind of a scat back to kind of offset Jonathan Taylor who's terrific you know to me this game is going to come down to a couple things one can you stop the run to the point where you're forcing Phillip Rivers to make third down and seven and eight throws? If you can do that on the road, in the cold, big stage, fourth quarter, Phillip Rivers always shits the bed. Always. Yep. It's absolutely, I mean, it's historically there. I know that history doesn't necessarily repeat itself all the time, but guess what? With him, it does. Get into a situation where you're forcing third and long from Rivers, okay? That's number one. And, of course, stopping the ground game is a big deal there. Number two, I think the Bills, off of what I just said because of Rivers, I think the Bills have got to get a lead early. You're going to have some fans in there, 6,700 fans. It's ridiculous. There should be 20,000 if you ask me. And I'm not trying to be sensitive with this corona stuff. But, I mean, we're packing Target, Walmart, and all these retail places. There's no reason why you can't spread people out in the cold and give them Labatt, right, and and, and coronavirus them out of the place, right? So what I'm thinking of here is you've got – You've, you've got the fans and the team's going to be so revved up to be at home and hosting a playoff game. Hopefully the emotion is controlled. And again, that's a big McDermott thing. But get the lead early. You know, start putting the pressure on the Colts. Start, you know, get get them behind. Get them starting to think like, oh my gosh, you know, we can't keep up with these guys. And then the playoffs, it's very simple, guys. There's, there's, there's a couple things that separate teams. It's third down conversion on both sides. I already talked about that a little bit on the Colts end. It's red zone offense and turnovers. I mean, if you can win those battles, you win the game. I think this game's going to be a little bit closer than Bills fans think. I mean, I'm, I'm, I haven't gotten into full prediction mode, full score mode. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. kind of like a, a low 30s, high 20s type of, you know, mm-hmm. 31-23, you know, 34-28, something like that. And, uh, by the way, Frank Reich, the old Bills backup to Jim Kelly, who led the comeback on January 3rd, 1993 against the Oilers, he's now coaching the Colts, as we know. This yeah. past week, I mean, in a in a one week frame, think about this: the emotions of Frank Reich, the twenty, what is that going to be? The twenty, if I'm doing my math, right, twenty fifth anniversary, twenty eight, yeah, right, from ninety three to twenty twenty one, which is mind boggling. Um, yeah. Twenty eight year anniversary of Frank Reich coming back on the Oilers, and and now he's coaching against his former team 
in the playoffs. Pretty cool. And Frank Reich is awesome. And uh, but I don't want him to be too awesome. So. <laughs> no, different. no, he is. He's been great for the Colts. And yeah, we can be all happy and you know, and elbow bump and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, once the game starts, he's the opposing coach, and we definitely do not want him to win. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, Mike, we'll get you out of here on this one. Uh, and seems like the obvious question. Uh, bottom line it for us. What? How far do you think the Bills can go in this playoff scenario? I mean, <laughs> the fact that we're even kind of talking about, like, SB or Ooh. AFC title game, last four standing in the league, it, it, it is for me mind boggling. I mean, I had this team at eight and eight, nine and seven, battling the Patriots to win the division. Um, I mean, look, how far can they go? How far will they go? Those are two different questions, of course. I will say before I actually answer your question, because I am avoiding it terribly. Okay. <laughs> um, the Bills, the Bills. Look, statement wins, right? We've talked about it. Three and one against the best conference, blah, blah, blah. Swept the division, all the records. Diggs, Allen, the excitement, the culture, Bean, McDermott, the great drafts. They have got to win a playoff game. I mean, it is imperative. This season's been amazing. Winning the division, 25 years of futility. It's been amazing. But the reset button has been hit. And I guarantee you at one Bills drive, it's been hit as well. McDermott and Bean, the focus, the tunnel vision, they were, they're a great regime, by the way, to lead you through kind of like having this global pan. I'm so sick of using those words. This corona. I'm sick of that word. What do we use now? But whatever we're dealing right. with, they've been a great group, a tandem to lead yeah. the Bills, to be focused, to do the right thing. Get your shit together. Don't screw up. Don't go to strip clubs. Don't take pictures. Uh, don't go to uh, uh, bars and restaurants and, and do stupid things. Stay in your Stay here. Work out, do your thing. It's been great to see that, and I think the Bills have benefited from that. I'm still avoiding the question. You have not how answered, far, yes. <laughs> how, how far can they go? How far can they go? They can go to the Super Bowl. Amen. Yeah. I they, truly they, they I, can, yeah, and I, can go. I, I think I think what's hard, ML, and I don't know if you're feeling this. We, we had another Bills uh, a fan on, on last week, and there's this hesitation, I think, from Bills fans to – to verbalize that, yeah, right? It's because Buffalo it's the, sports, dude. It's Buffalo sports, yeah. right? And you just like people are very hesitant. So, like, what's happening here? Yeah. But I, you look at it though, and they have all of the pieces. Yeah, if if you pull the emotion out of it, yeah. the defense is playing at the best that they've played all year long. They're not at the same level as they were last year, but they are. They are playing. They're they're healthy. Knock on wood. I mean, we want to see what happens with Cole Beasley, and we know he's still kind of fifty fifty. Um, they have all the pieces in place. Um, but I'm with you. Like I, I'm a Bills fan. My whole life went through the Super Bowl losses, and it, it's it's hard to say Super Bowl, but but th- they have it. They have it. So yeah, I, and, and getting the two, by the way, and getting the two seat is huge as well because right. oh, absolutely. In, in case there's a slip up and and you have the right, I mean, I can't even, again, I can't even believe if you have the right to host. I mean, that's a big deal. But I think again, checking boxes with this regime, check the boxes, right? Won the division, check the box. Swept the division, check the box. You know, Josh Allen reformed, check the box. You know, get a number one, check the box. The next box to check is win a playoff game. Okay. That's fair. I sorry I put you on the spot there, but I'm glad I did because it's never apologize for putting me on the spot. I always have an answer. It just took 
two minutes longer than, than I wanted to to answer That's fair. the question. Um, but I will say this if I have another minute. Sure. The, the, being a Buffalo sports fan, okay, is, is just – it's utter – it's pain. It's not even yeah. – it's been pain. It's now people said to me, well, would you take the four Super Bowl losses all over again late in life? And I immediately answer yes, because I'm like, look, you're one of the top three, five teams in football. Sometimes one of the top two teams, they had a big six year stretch. They won divisions. They were in the Super Bowl. They were in the limelight. They're on prime time. They're beating everybody. Kelly to Reed and Thomas and, 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 and Bruce Smith and the whole defense and Marv. But then I'm like, Oh man, could I take the four? I don't, Probably, yes, I hold true to that, right? But most of this has been pain, even though that year, that era was so fun, and I'm staring at old Bill stuff as I speak to you guys. It was so much fun, but it was pain. Guys, I've I've gone back from Buffalo with, with a Game 3 Stanley Cup Finals 99, 12 shots on goal against the Stars. Mm. Horrible. I've come back from the 98 Game 6 Eastern Conference Finals against – the Capitals, Joe Juno scores in overtime. 2001 Game 7, Darius Kasparaitis. Doug Gilmore fails to get back, okay, and Darius Kasparaitis scores. One of the biggest assholes in hockey history. <laughs> oh, scores, absolutely. Sc- scores the goal, and he slides down with his moppy hair and a stupid smile, and I, I came back from that, okay? I've come back from horrible games at the Ralph, at, at New Era, at, at Bill State, whatever the heck, you know, whatever yeah. name it was, Rich Stadium. I've come back from all of it, and so – I need this. <laughs> I need this. That's right. And it's been so fun. And to close is that there is a, again, they need to win a playoff game, but there, it, there's a supreme confidence. There's a supreme confidence. Fourth quarter, Allen, getting it done. The comeback against the Rams, against the Dolphins. Patriots are driving down. Zimmer strips the ball. Marlowe covers it. There's something happens. They make plays. Allen to Diggs in Arizona. The game should have been over. It was a dime. The plays against Miami, they were dead in week 17. They looked awful. Bing, 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 bing. They went by 30. And then the backups can yeah. dominate. The depth, the versatility, the players something happens. So it's just a resounding confidence right now amongst Bill's Mafia that they can do something in the postseason. I really, 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 really hope they do. <laughs> uh, for yeah, your sake, I hope they do too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, and if you think, you know, ML, if you think about the Patriots and the things, the things that you've seen that's happened to the Bills this year are the things that the Patriots did to teams for 20 years, right? The Bills, if you had flip-flopped that Bills-New England game a few years ago, that's the Bills driving down to get the winning touchdown and fumbling the ball, right? Like, that's just, they're, they're monikers of good teams. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, although I don't recall the Bills ever getting a tuck roll. Start a dynasty. <laughs> well, yeah, no, um, but you know, it's look, I not, nothing, but that's I, a different podcast for a different day, <laughs> for sure. Three hour podcast. <laughs> um, but I have nothing but respect for the Patriots, and I think that what what's crazy is people just, you know, Bills. Some Bills fans do it where they're like, "Oh, well, it's dead, and Belichick sucks now, and all this other stuff." It, just because a dynasty ends doesn't mean the greatness didn't prelude it. You know, it didn't, didn't wasn't previously happening, and. And I think that, you know, you as a Giant fan, you have to understand that, you know, beating those guys twice in the Super Bowl, it almost counts like four. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I've interviewed Brandon Jacobs. I've interviewed Lawrence Tynes. I've interviewed uh, uh, Dave Tolleson. I've interviewed Mm -hmm. a bunch of the old Giant 
guys from those teams and what they did for 20 years we'll never see they obviously had some help along the way they had some breaks along the way but all (laughs) dynasties have breaks along the way it's almost like if you're a solid golfer and you play with a great golfer and you're like you know shooting in the mid to upper 80s and they're like a three or four handicap and you both hit a ball bombs down the fairway or so you think and it just goes a little to the right and you slice it nicks off the tree your ball goes way in the woods the elite golfer it bounces in the fairway right that's right Why? well they're better than you they <laughs> yeah right so that's how the dynasties work right the yankees jeffrey you know the, the, the mayor ball with jeter i mean okay do they lose the series if you know should should they have lost no i think they still win it but again break yeah. break break but what do you do with the break do you still dominate i'm just hoping that the bills continue to stay focused get their thing get get, get everything in order don't get too hyped up and emotional with the fans there. Take the same approach. And these guys seem to really, really be with it, man. Hyde and Poyer and Allen. And these guys are just, they, they seem like they they want it. And they are they are on a mission right now. And it's hard in this league to win a few games in a row. They've won, they've won a bunch in a row. Yep. I don't know how many more games you can win in a row, but let's, let's hope that there's more in the bag. And it was really fun to join the guys on Thick Take Sports about uh, all things Buffalo Bills for sure. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends at Bryant Stratton College, Stanley Law Offices, and Welch and Company Jewelers. If you need your watch, your bracelet, your engagement ring, whatever the case may be, go shop the showcase at Welch and Company Jewelers, the official jewelry store of the ML Sports Platter, welchjewelers.com, welchjewelers.com. Thank you to Daniel and the gang for their support of the ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter at Sports on Instagram, MikeLSports1979. And of course, be on the lookout for my ML Sports takes and 9 Minute with Mike Lindsley video segments all over the major platforms like IGTV, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and on Facebook. Again, thanks to Think Tank Sports for having me on to talk bills. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com cloud. Lowe's Provember event is happening now through November 24th. It's the perfect time to shop GE appliances for all your properties, like the GE side-by-side refrigerator and the GE dishwasher with active flood protect. Durable and reliable, you can always count on GE to deliver the long-lasting performance you're looking for. Available today, shop the full line of GE appliances online or in-store during Lowe's Provember event, now through November 24th. Lowe's, the new home for pros, U.S. only. 